It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Let's uh, now welcome Andrew. AJ Ty, the Perth Scorchers quick and one of the best short form cricketers in our time with what he's done over the years. AJ, thanks for your time and welcome to the program. Thanks, Peter. Thanks for having me. Mate, on days like this we've had in Perth, you know, you can smell it. The grass has got a bit of a smell to it. You know, the flowers are starting to pop out. Uh, there's a bit of colour in our gardens because we know spring's around the corner and with spring, cricket arrives. You're looking forward to a new season? Certainly am, mate. Certainly am. We're uh, disappeared up to Brisbane. We landed today for a pre-season tournament uh, just to play a few games, get ready for WA and... Uh, yeah, then next thing's the, the season starting. It's it's very exciting. All right. Now, we've got this BBL draft happening uh, at the weekend. Uh, now, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I believe there is, I think, about over 500 cricketers have thrown their hat in the ring ahead of Sunday's draft. Of course, it's also the WBBL draft. It happens on Sunday at 1 o'clock our time will be the WBBL and around about 2.30 our time, will be the BBL. And then I've had a look at the list, and there's some decent players that certainly are going to be in the draft. How do you think it will change the dynamics of the BBL and also the franchises that will take part this summer? Yeah, look, it, it, it was exciting last year, and then obviously it's just grown legs and it's got even bigger and better. And Yeah, I think it's so good for, for the game and, and the BBL in the both both formats, in, in the women's and the men's. So... Yeah, really exciting to, to see what happens and, and see who we uh, end up with. Saying that, your retention players have been Faf Duplessis, Stevie uh, Eskenazi, of course, Laurie Evans, Tymel Mills, David Payne, the bowler, Phil Salt. So what happens, just clear it with me and our listeners, if you're a retention player, it doesn't mean you're automatically connected to, uh, say, like the Perth Scorchers with those players. Yeah, so we've got one uh, one retention pick that we can use. So if someone, uh, let's for example say uh, Faf Duplessis, if, if um, Melbourne Stars or, or someone bid on uh, on Faf Duplessis, well then we have the the right to retain them and match match their pick with him. So um, if we want to keep him, so that that's pretty much how the retention works. But we've only got one. So. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be interested to see who we use it for, if we use it. What about the uh, players selected with that platinum pick in uh, BBL 13? They pocketed up, uh, and we'll pocket up to about $420,000 this season. So uh, the money is pretty handy as well for the competition now. Yeah, it is. And, and that, that was a big boost in getting players available and um, players wanting to come here and play and, and competing with some of the rival competitions that there are you know there's um the sat 20 and the ilt 20 which are going on at the same sort of time so uh having that competition in the market we've got to be able to pay top dollar to get get um top class players for for as long as we possibly can get them how competitive is the T20 market now? Look, I'm sitting at home. I'm watching the Caribbean Premier League, and there was a the Sri Lankan league. There's a there's a T20 league happening 
most times during the year now. Yeah, yeah, pretty much is. Um, I know that a lot of players these days they could they could go straight from sort of our summer. They can go into the IPL and then to the UK Vitality Blast, and then I went to America the MLC, uh, the Canadian GT20 was on. Um, then blokes have rocked into the 100 or the Lankan Premier League and now the CPL's on. It's literally just a, uh, a full-time circuit these days, which if you, if you wanted to, you could put your name in the ring in, in all of them and see where you end up. Yeah, you played with the Seattle Orcas. I know Marcus Stoinis was there and a couple of the other uh, West Australians. I think Jason was there as well. What was that like uh, for a first-up experience for you? No, it was excellent. Um, yeah, to have cricket in the US and have that sort of be be on the first sort of forage of, of a proper T20 tournament in, into that market was amazing. Um, it was hot. We played most of our games in uh, in Texas. Um, and, yeah, but it, it's got legs and it's going to hang around, I think. And I think you'll just see bigger and bigger names. Yeah, interesting. In. Uh, you're saying it's got legs. That was going to be on my next question. When you, when you see an American and you ask them, have you heard of cricket? And their first answer sense tends to be, yeah, I've seen a bit of it. Is it a bit like baseball? Because it is, of course, Willow hitting a ball. Uh, tell us about the wickets you played on there in Texas and the type of players and the people that were interested in coming to view it. Were they expats or were there some Yanks actually who thought, I've heard about cricket, I might go and have a look? Um, well, I'll start off with the start. Of it. The, the wickets were, were pretty decent. Um, for, for a fresh sort of wicket block that had been laid down, I think only eight months ago. So um, it was a bit sort of unknown when, when we first sort of first couple of games what it was going to play like, but then it held up and, and the wicket in the final was probably as good as a wicket you get anywhere else in the world. Um, so yeah, the, the wickets are, are definitely going to improve there over time and as the curators learn more and um, and then for the fans, yeah, there was a big, big expat community, but um, there was quite a few uh, Americans wanting to get involved and, and be part of it and even one of the uh, police officers who was working at the final spent spent the whole day uh, watching, learning, and under, trying to understand cricket just so he he knew what was going on that night at the final when he was working. So, um, yeah, I, I think it, it's going to grow and, and Americans might have a chance to come around to it and um, get involved. Uh, good stuff. Uh, nice to get a bit of an insight. Uh, the Seattle Orcas uh, sounds like a pretty good name as well, but it rains a lot in Seattle, so lucky you played there uh, in Texas. AJ, 36 years of age now. You think you turn 37 just before Chrissy. Uh, how's the body stacking up? You've been going for a while, mate. Uh, if you're a motor vehicle, I reckon you've done over 250,000 Ks. But <laughs> saying that, you still seem to be moving okay. How are you travelling? Yeah, going well, thanks. Um, yeah, you say I've been going for a while, but I only started professionally when I was 26. So, effectively, if someone uh, is about 28, or like a Cam Bancroft or an Ashton Ago, I've been going since I was 19. I've, I'm probably my body's in about a slightly uh, similar training age as them. So, I'm actually quite lucky that touch wood, uh, the body's going pretty well for now, and. Um, we'll see how long that lasts, and I'll obviously keep pushing it as hard as I can. And what about Australia's T20 squad for South Africa? Mitch Marsh is going to be the skipper. Your thoughts on Mitch being in charge as a leader? Yeah, yeah, excellent. You know, he, he um, 
had a crack here at the Scorchers and uh, did a great job um, until he was sort of more more away than he was here and and that's when uh, AT decided to step in or they handed over the reins to AT just to have a bit more stability and um, but yeah Mitch, Mitch has got a great cricket brain he understands the game very well um, and yeah I think he'll do a great job for, for Australia tonight. Not a bad West Australian uh, contingent ahead of the first match, as you mentioned tonight. Mitch Marsh, Jason Berendorf, Tim David, uh, Josh Inglis, Marcus Stoinis, and, of course, Aaron Hardy gets an opportunity tonight, the all-rounder. You must be excited for him. Yeah, very excited to have um, Aaron Hardy get in the game. Uh, he's just gone from strength to strength in the last couple of years, and uh, the way he, he sort of dominated a big bash for us last year and uh, probably quite a late move uh, up to batting number three when we had all of our imports uh, not coming after the ones we signed. Um, yeah, we thrust him up to three and he, he took it on and did such a great job and he, it was a well-deserved call-up for the Aussie team. Yeah, good stuff. AJ, thanks for your time. You're saying you're flying to Brisbane tomorrow, are you? Uh, in Brisbane today. We oh, you're in Brisbane arrived, today. So. Okay. And how long are you up yeah. there for? Just a week. We play two one-day games and a three-day game starting tomorrow. So good stuff. Um, yeah, should should be good good fun and and good to see some of our young young squad members uh, get a crack. Well, you sound as enthusiastic as ever. You're a very wily uh, bowler. There's no question about that. And also can throw the willow around a bit as well. We are looking forward to seeing you, of course, wear the orange. The Perth Scorchers, uh, no doubt, will be the hunted after two summers of massive success. Uh, and that's half the fun, isn't it, to try and stay at the top of the game? It certainly is, mate. We love being uh, at the top and very competitive team and our Scorchers franchise, and uh, yeah, we'll be doing every bit we can to make it a three-peat. Thanks for joining us, uh, AJ. Enjoy your, a few days up there in Brizzy. Yeah, thanks, Peter. Cheers. AJ Ty joining us on the program. The BBL draft is going to be interesting, as I mentioned. It happens on Sunday, and it was good to get a bit of an insight from uh, Andrew Ty on his first experience here in the American T20 League, uh, the limited overs competition that happened there for the first time, playing with the Seattle Orcas. And as I mentioned, a few other West Australians took part there as well, including Steve Smith, who was over there. It's uh, coming up now 18 past five, and you're listening to Sports Day WA with Peter Vlahos. It's all thanks to Kia, and as well as that, uh, our friends at Toolmart, the complete tool centre, of course, Kia have got the EV6 GT World Performance Car of the Year. They want to show that to you, so get into your local Kia dealer. Join us on the temperate bedshed text machine anytime. 0487 736 736.